0: Welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, starring Ramon Foster and Mitch Trubisky in his own way. Brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where they serve hot, fresh food 24-7. Moan, Mitch Trubisky to Pittsburgh. What do you think? Ugh. You you gotta. He's speechless. Form. Look everybody, it's his own show. He's speechless <laughs>
1: because I don't want to. I don't want to say the wrong things too quick about a decision that was made right before. No and, uh, no, no no no. We want raw. We, we want
0: raw. Let's here, have it.
1: Here we go. Uh, Mr. Bisky, former number two overall draft pick, Bears move yes. up to go get him. So, um, play ball at North Carolina athletic guy can spin the ball when necessary but also went to a franchise lost his starting job and could not find his way to being relevant again the everything we've heard this offseason the fact that he's gone to Buffalo he's been a great locker room guy he's been a guy that's done really well with that team when given the opportunity he played all right so You know how I feel about first rounders in this league. They're always going to get opportunities. And when you're top five pick, top three pick, top two pick, when we're talking about Mr. Trubisky, we're speaking of the idea that most people are going to look and say he has some talent. He has the the world to to actually get it done. And maybe it was a system for him. And truth be told, maybe this is one of Matt Canada's spins to where he's like, well, he's a guy athletic enough. And I know he can move the pocket to where he can, be productive in this offense. Again, I've had conversations with guys before where guys have acknowledged I my career was ruined by a bad coach. And I'll tell you this, too. I've also had conversations with coaches, you know, that's there's, there's men in this league that said not every coach is a good coach. So, again, I don't know if this is a Matt Nagy situation or is this, or is this a Mitch Trubisky. I'll say this. Mitch Trubisky has a tall order to fill if he's coming to Pittsburgh and deciding to be the guy to follow up Ben Roethlisberger. And on top of that, dealing with the idea that you have a guy, Mason uh, Rudolph, that Kevin Colbert all, all offseason has said is the guy. So is this a competition or is this Mitch Trubisky's job to lose?
0: Well, let's talk about that because that to me is the what uh, the thing that jumps out yeah. from this scenario more than anything. Um, I don't see how the Steelers – can say what they've said about Rudolph. And I understand. They say he's the guy, but he Mm -hmm. was also the only one under contract. Okay, Of course. (laughs) So you can qualify that a lot of different ways here. But you also can go back to Mike Tomlin's end-of-season press conference when he identified both Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins as not yet having established themselves, this is his term, as everyday guys. Mm -hmm. So that was Tomlin leaving the door open to the Steelers going out and getting somebody. However, I don't see how they can paint this as anything other than a competition. Mm -hmm. When I say competition, I'm talking about a three-way competition. Yeah, yeah. Because they also included Dwayne Haskins in the competition terms whenever they talked about him. And, and Mason hmm so how do you set that up what do, what do you what do you do I, I
1: got it well uh, well it's this we we know that the contract is a two-year deal. You know how yes. I always you deals. There are two year, basically, they're two years to spread the money out and figure out what they're going to do after year one. You mean Trubisky's? Yes, Trubisky's. It's a two year deal. So after year one, we'll see what happens. If you do well into year one, then maybe that's when the real extension comes. But you also got to look at the financial commitment. What we've we been hearing about Mitchell Trubisky, he's going to demand about ten million plus a year. So. If we get the numbers to this deal and see what the, the monetary commitment is, that's where we're going to see, okay, is this really his job to lose? And that's where I'm at with, with the decision to sign him right now. Then the other part is this. Look at the two quarterbacks that are on roster right now. Mason Rudolph and you got Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins can run, but I don't think he's a runner. I, I look at those three and I say, Mr. Trubisky is more of the athletic quarterback. I think we are in an error. And I've said this too, because I believe Mason could do some things, but, I'm saying Mr. Trubisky's more athletic than Mason Rudolph. And I'm saying if I'm picking between the two, Dwayne Hassel and Mr. Biscay, I've seen Mr. Biscay do more athletic things outside the pocket. If Matt Canada and his offense are going to be successful, I think he's relying on a quarterback that he didn't have on roster that, that can do the things that he wanted them to do. And that's run the ball outside of the pocket. DK. Like, that's where I'm at with this offense now It's moving the pocket, giving guys in space and having an extra weapon when it comes down to having a valid offense. It's one thing to have five wide receivers on the field, but it's another thing to have a six one. And the sixth person, I mean, is the quarterback. So would you have trusted Mason Rudolph to run down the field, run down the field, make a play, design
0: runs? Run out of the pocket to the right. Yes, (laughs) so that's the only thing that I I mean. Honestly, Bone. You know what's funny? I I used to joke about this during the during this past season here, but Ben, as immobile as he'd become, Ben when he would roll out to the right, Mm -hmm. batted a. Thousand, uh,
1: you said. You
0: said, laugh about this. You know, we we you and I talked about it. it was like, whenever Matt Canada would have that option, yep. to move Ben to the right. Now you can't do that every play with him. Obviously, no. <laughs> it would be once a game, but it worked every single time. The, and it, I, it, I think Mason can go, go ahead.
1: No, I I, I with, with both of these situations, Canada, I know a lot of people are looking at Canada like you better do something. And the other part yes. of it is, if you're going to get Mitch, you better do something. You want to talk about pressure right now. It is sky high with those two guys, with Matt Canada and with Mitch Trubisky. I'm saying this right now. Mr. Mitch, Mitch Trubisky is coming in to be the starter. No other way around it when you make a move like this. This this is early signing period, also, DK. This isn't Thursday or next week when the money's gone. He's getting money up front right now, and an opportunity from what we've heard to be a second w- wash of a starter in this league now. That's what this move is to me. I love Mason, and this has happened to a lot of people. Me, where they've signed guys in front of you, and you're like, Well, I guess I gotta go take another MF or out. Like and <laughs> unless Mason has that mindset, he's going to be backup paid quarterback.
0: Oh, boy, it does come down to the money every single Let's time. Let's be That's real.
1: It, it does it follow. Does. He DK and listeners, he's on the first wave of free agent signings. That means a lot. I not
0: looked at it that way. Yeah. That you know what they, I'm saying? they wanted him and they wanted him bad and they made sure even on top of everything else because yeah. the other aspect to the reports was that it this had all come down to Steelers versus Giants the Giants of course also needing a quarterback and the fact that this gets out there and we you know you immediately are even getting confirmation from Southwater Street that it's accurate they've agreed to terms a, yeah But I'm saying, but even for the Steelers themselves to say, yes, yes, it's accurate. And this is all happening well before the four o'clock hour, which, by the way, (laughs) hang on a second. What about this legal tampering period here, (laughs) Moan? What's happening? You think that they're doing some other kind of tampering.
1: You ain't cheating. You ain't trying.
0: I see how it goes. I see how it goes. (laughs) This topic's too big to limit to one segment, so when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Steelers at quarterback. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show, and it's big enough news today that we're going to spend a second segment on this and, and just talk about uh, Mitch Trubisky's trajectory in Chicago, my first thought, Moan, you mentioned you know the Matt Nagy effect and so forth. I just think of Chicago as a place where quarterbacks go to die. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I they, they haven't had no really who did yeah, they who've yeah. they had at the position since since Jim McMahon for God's sake since the, the you know the, yeah, the shuffle from hundred yeah. years ago. I'm with you. Okay, and they've paid money. They've brought big names in mm-hmm. and it's never, ever happened there. So I look at Trubisky's stats here and I see he had a 29 and 21 record there over four years. He had a Pro Bowl year yep. uh, in which he, he went 11 and 3, 64% completion rate. Really, what kind of quarterback is he or was he before he went and spent a year in Buffalo behind Josh Allen?
1: I think reputation had preceded him at that point to where the crowd and the noises were so loud that he was what everybody said he was. Now, again, we saw Nagy get fired. We saw Justin field go through a transition of being frustrated. Also, we saw Nagy also not being able to make decisions yes. on whether to put Justin fields in the game too. And clearly um, they didn't know what they were going to do when it came down to drafting Justin Fields, too. So with all that being said, I think you kind of point the fingers a little bit towards him and say, well, maybe he played a little bit of a part in it also. You know, and I'm not trying to make it, you know, throw roses on top of poop here. What I'm just trying to say is this. He's going to be given opportunity. Pittsburgh is, is, is in a position where they're in bed with him. We are all in bed with Mr. Biscuit. It's one of those wait-and-see type of moments. And, again, the worst part of all of this is whoever is going to be the starting quarterback is the guy behind Ben Roethlisberger. So when it comes down to saying, what do we expect? I think nobody really knew what to expect when it came down to Ben either. So it's it's wait-and-see, really. But I I saw this for sure. I saw a guy in Ryan Tannehill kind of get a second career simply because he was under, uh, who was it, Gase, you know? And he finds a new coordinator, Arthur Smith, and he turns he into a Pro Bowl guy. Huge
0: difference, big difference. Yeah, but again, and, and Tannehill's strengths. We're all accentuated in Nashville. All Yeah, of it.
1: yeah, and, and that's what you're hoping is going to come from this Mitch Trubisky signing in Pittsburgh. Again, a lot of people are going to question, can Matt Canada actually be a Arthur Smith type of guy to formulate a plan to put this offense in the best position possible to be successful if it's Mitch Trubisky or whoever else is behind them, Mason or um, or Dwayne Haskins. That's the biggest issue I think most of us are falling on because we've seen subpar quarterbacks do well, but it's because they were surrounded. And i say this, that defense has to be good this year. Special teams has to be good this year. And mister bissy Bissett's got to play within the confines of what the offense allows him to do. And it's got to be highlighted again by a guy, Matt Canada.
0: Boy, you're laying this all on Canada. I am, and, and, man. And, and you can't freaking mess up the
1: UI? Because a lot of time players get trashed because of they're put in bad situations. Why would you draft me to a team where it's not my fit? Why would you also put me in a position to make a play when there's other options? That to me, I think is very, it, it, it's a hard disadvantage for players. And when players say that, it's like players are making excuses. And I'm not making an excuse for, for Mr. Trubisky or Mason or even Ben for that matter. When people say Ben didn't look like himself either, you gotta be as a coach smarter sometimes than what you're provided, meaning the players and that's where I'm at with Mitch I'm not making an excuse for him but what I'm saying is you're in bed with him somehow Matt Canada they listen to you also to say look do you want him and you say yeah I can work with him if that wasn't the case then maybe it should be a Matt Canada situation you know that's why I'm not about to just bash him if he's on another team I'm like okay we'll see what he's gonna do but there's been high praise coming from him out of Buffalo at this point right now
0: Yeah, that's, man, what a scene, huh? But yeah, they have to make an institutional decision. And they have to have that institutional decision match principally their coordinator, but also Mike Sullivan, the quarterback's coach. Also, obviously, Mike Tomlin, (laughs) the head coach, and, and everybody. And then from there, Moan, it all swings to them. Much more so than it does the player. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's incredible. It's incredible. I just got to say one thing here. I'm not ruling Mason Rudolph out. Me either. I, I, I want to I be the only one. No, I'm not the only one. No, I, I'm, I'm not ruling him out either because it's got
1: to be a competition. And, and again, we'll see what the terms of the contract is. And that'll tell us a lot, regardless if we're not ruling Mason out or, or
0: not. When we come back, it's time for our Hey Moan segment. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. It's time for our Hey Moan segment. We got a very special Hey Moan today. It's a Hey Moan from a certain Tyler Matakiewicz in Buffalo, New York, up there uh, in the Orchard Park region. And what does what does. Uh, dirty red have to say to us today
1: man he said so i asked the question you know what's what better intel can you get is from somebody that's been close to him right and um i i, I asked him the questions like you know that how did you feel about mitch and he was this is his you know his comments from and it was very high praise from him and again you're talking about peer-to-peer he was like there wasn't a doubt if something happened to josh and he came in i felt like we would still win no doubt he was like but he's the guy that you want at that position. That's pretty much how he broke it down for me as far as like, look, he's it, not Josh because Josh is very doggone special, right? But there wasn't well, – Josh a, Allen is Josh special, Allen. yeah. Josh yeah, my bad. Josh Allen, not the defensive end in Jacksonville, but the quarterback in Buffalo. Uh, but he was just saying in general there wasn't a doubt that he can go in and finish out and win games. So with that being said, they must have seen something or a change of environment got them to the point to where it was – They felt comfortable enough to where he could run that offense. Now, again, I go back to that point again. You got to put him in an offense that he can win in too, DK. But with that, from a player, I think that gives a good response to say, "Hey, you'll be okay with
0: Mitch." Yeah, they they uh, every report moan out of Buffalo was that in addition to being someone that they saw as being capable of running the Bills offense was that he was the ultimate uh, good soldier. He didn't go up there and pout over having lost his opportunity in Chicago over having been downgraded. He was no longer one of the NFL's 32 starters. He wasn't a number two overall pick who was the dreaded bust or anything like that. He went up there and committed himself completely. Mm-hmm. To what Buffalo was doing in an attempt to get to the Super Bowl and really made a strong impression on a lot of people.
1: So, with that being said, too, it's two things that you got to look at. Well, let's—I don't even want to put a number on, but let's just say this: Pittsburgh has a luxury of having young wide receivers, have money to deal, will and deal in free agency this year. You got a—you got a Pro Bowl running back. Okay, you got a, one of—I think one of the best young tight ends in the league right now. You have weapons on offense to do something. Now it comes down to those guys growing together, being pros enough, and honestly, being mature enough to handle this transition. And honestly, keeping the chatter that comes from guys like me and you and everybody else about how they're progressing as a team, as an offense. If they can do that, I think almost any young quarterback in this league would love just the template of what's given. Now, if if uh, if what's is if Mitch comes in and does well enough, I think you can say, okay, we'll revisit and do an extension the year after. It's not going to be Ben, people, you know? Like, that's the other point that we have to come to realization about is it's not going to be seven. Let's wash that out of our memories for a little while and let Ben retire and enjoy that and watch what's in front of us right now. Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, and Dwayne Haskins duking it out.
0: What a summer it's going to be around here, huh? I don't mean to overstate, you know, it's not like they brought in, you know, primetime yeah. Peyton Manning and John Elway and whatever, but, right. but it's going to be fun. It's going to be yeah. fun. That's for sure. Moan, let's do it again tomorrow. Again?